join our psychedelic smoke sesh as we explore exciting new dimensions of existence, thought, and possibility. We'll take you out of this world and blaze through infinite realms while occasionally forgetting what we were saying. (laughs) (laughs) This This is is Higher Consciousness. It's gonna be sexy today. It's <laughs> you keep saying it's gonna be sexy. Well, what I does mean, that even mean? What does that mean? What are we doing? I mean, what are we do doing? We have, do we have a do we have a sex uh, episode this season? I don't. I don't so. think so. Well, it'll be baked into this one. Yeah. Mm, romantic mm. relationships slash intimate relationships. Mm. Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> Just kind of threw that out there. Well, I'm sure that will come up in today's uh, topic since it is all yeah. about romantic relationships and sex yeah. is a big part of it. So That is true. Before we get into all of that, shout out to Better Butter Brothers for Better, Better, Better. supplying us. <laughs> it's like, I feel like you're at a baseball game, like trying to get like, you know, cotton candy or something. Better, 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 Better. And they're just like shouting across like whatever they have. <laughs> so we have Better Butter Brothers and we have Sherb Cake today. And we're using my lovely bong, which I'm making another version of it on our Make and Bakes, which are every Thursday, I'm sorry, every Friday oh, at 12 p.m. Eastern so Standard Time things. on Insta. Schedule uh, And then Wake and Bakes are on Thursdays. But well, we can maybe make some room for like a Jake at and Bake. 12 p.m. I'm getting that Jake and Bake. And we'll do a Wake right and Bake now. and we're going to do... Uh, what else uh, we do? So, make and bake. Rake and bake. That's rake coming and, oh, up. that was the... Yeah, rake and bake. Oh, I gotta get some more leaves <laughs> outside so I can rake. But we'll do a rake and bake, I swear. Okay. I'm doing it. Uh, let's do it. And that'll actually be really funny. It's gonna be so ridiculous. <laughs> it's gonna be like a stationary camera, just Dave raking while I'm passing the joint back and forth. Oh my oh. god. Okay. So, I'm gonna go ahead and open up the space with my Mary Jane bundle, which you can totally get... And pre-order on my Indiegogo at igg.me slash at slash let's dash take dash a dash trip. It's really hard. It's really hard to say in person. It's so much easier to type. Well, you could say like, do you have uh, like a link to it pinned on any of your social? Yeah. So if you just go to a meaningfuldream.com, you can just find it through the banner there. It's the very first banner. You can click on that and you can also get a direct link to our podcast along with our YouTube channel. If you are listening on our podcast thank you so much if you're watching us on youtube also thank you so much thank you thank you you're so awesome i we are i was gonna say i was talking to the audience not to you but i mean you're awesome too that's why i said that's why i corrected myself because i realized you weren't talking about me but i am awesome too so are you though awesome awesome you're awesome everyone's awesome awesome okay let's make it more awesome you know how i feel about that I know. <laughs> God damn. 
Oh, it's just... It's so much fun! Oh, it's like... Kermit's, like, older brother or something like Kermit's that. Kermit's older brother. Like, Herschel. <laughs> Kermit and Herschel. That's wow. what Herschel sounds like. That's what Herschel... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We gotta focus. Okay. So let's clear this space and open up this space. We ask that our ancestors and spirit guides be with us today during this conversation. May what needs to be communicated come through clearly and concisely. Thank you for releasing any stress, any anxiety, any <clears throat> worries or doubts or fears. And thank you for helping us be more present in the moment and embracing these newer endeavors. Amazing. All right, now that we're done that, we're going to go ahead and do the blessing. So let's take a deep breath. Bring out your Mary Jane. Get your Mary Jane out, yo. Yes, get ready. Take a deep breath. One more time. <laughs> ready? <clears throat> Bless you, Mary Jane, and thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for your love and your abundance, and may you hear our intentions, and may this episode help open up the hearts and the minds and the perspectives of those who are listening and or watching. May we dive deep into romantic relationships and bring to the surface something that is unique and unheard of. May we have a great time, may we have fun, and may these blessings cross over to all of our listeners and watchers too. Thank you. And so dope it be. So dope it be. Yay! <laughs> I gotta meditate with this light as it's like strobing through Ooh, different colors. That would be very interesting yeah. for me to do. Because just now, man, just like with my eyes closed, it was like, ooh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Oh God, I, was, I was waiting for it. Not, like, I was like, I'm gonna be nice and, and silent so that we can make this it, as loud as possible. Yeah, whatever. I've been burping a lot lately. I've been needing to burp a lot lately. You're expelling your demons. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of demons. Yeah, oh, demons are not coming out. <laughs> There's the burpy demons, the sleepy demons, the demon demons. The demon demons. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling a little loopy today. I don't know what it is, but I just feel a little. Well, it is a bit cloudy out today. Kind of rainy ish. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. rain a lot more later. But mm -hmm. anyway. Alright, anyway, so while I take a hit on this, why don't you start the topic of romantic relationships? Pew, 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 pew! <laughs> well, it's like so 2016. Or when did that? When was that popular? I don't even know when that. I don't popular. know. I don't care. Pew 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 pew. So, anyways, <laughs> romantic relationships. Um, it's I, a fun to be in, isn't well, it, it? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, the first thing I thought of when you think when I thought of romantic relationships was when you're a kid and you first sort of like understood the difference between like a romantic relationship and like any other kind of relationship right because you have like your more plutonic type relationships but then you have more of that intimate kind of you know relationship which i would say is more romantic but then 
they have there's that other la- layer to it that I think comes into play a little later on in life when you get older and you start to become a little more actually <coughs> like romantic. Right. Right. Because there's a difference between like lusting after somebody and being romanced. What, by, yeah, with somebody and by right. someone. Well, yeah, the first example that we really see of a romantic relationship is of our parents oftentimes, right? And that uh, that is a big part of our foundation of how we approach romantic relationships later on in life and also like what we're taught romantic relationships to be like. So for me, I know that I had my first boyfriend in preschool um, was that a romantic relationship? Boyfriend. Yeah. Was it, but exactly. Was it a romantic relationship? Maybe right. not, but it was something that, you know, I like you and you like me, and that was, like, the basis of understanding, but I like you more mm. than, like, a friend. Like, mm. I like you like you, or I really, mm. really like you like you. You remember passing those notes oh, where it yeah. said, do you like me? Check box yes or no. I mean, I or maybe. A... I always threw in Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Keep it ambiguous. Yeah, I like to keep it ambiguous. Uh, yeah, I remember when I was a, a, a kid, uh, my first, like, crush, I uh, I was in kindergarten, and she was actually my best friend at the time. It was, like, my, my first friend that I had ever had. Uh, but then, you know, we remained friends as we grew a little older, and, and I remember, like, really, like, thinking, oh, man, like, she she is very cute, you know, and I remember our, our <laughs> she is very cute. I remember our moms like talking back and forth, like, oh, would it be funny if they got married? Oh my goodness, oh. But then she moved away. And, but it's interesting. It's like know, even our parents, at, even at that young age, are almost like encouraging that behavior. Like, oh, what if they get married? Yeah. It's like, it's just that it's like whole fantasy kind of fantasy. idea. Yeah, it's like. It's really weird if you kind of think about it in the long run, but it's also... What if our babies got together and had sex and had babies of their own? Oh, it's so weird. And it's like, but yet they have their whole lives yet to live. Like, and we already go into this planning of the future mode. So I think that just tells us how important it is to our human nature to crave and to want love, even from a really young age, even if we don't fully understand the dynamics of what a romantic relationship really is. Well, then there's also the layer of, like, wanting or desiring, like, a fantastical kind of outcome, you know, for a relationship, right? Because yeah. you were just saying, like, you know, your, your mom's can, like, talk back and forth about, oh, wouldn't it be cool if our two kids got together? Well, you know, then there's also, I think, like, what happens when, you know, you have different people as you get older, you know, different people in, like, friend groups and, like, different, you know, people that you associate with that, you know, you're in relationships and then you're not in relationships and then you, you know, like, bounce back and forth and it's like, well, what is this all about? So, like, romantic relationships can get, like, very complicated as, as things progress and you get a little bit more adult and, like, the emotions get a little bit more serious. Oh, yeah, they get yeah. more serious, they get deeper, they get yeah. um, heavier sometimes, or they get grander, depending on the, the situation and the relationship that you are experiencing. And the type of person you're with, too. Yeah. You know? Right, like and the type of person you are in that moment as well. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, idea, too. I was thinking about that uh, not too long ago, the fact that, like, you know, when I was a younger person, I used to be a lot more 
timid and kind of, um, I would never kind of like speak my truth in relationships. I would always just sort of like kowtow to the other person because I, I was afraid of them leaving me, you know? So like I was just petrified of that. So I wouldn't say anything that was construed as like, oh, I disagree with that. You know what I mean? So I kind of almost became the other person, like a carbon copy of like what the other person wanted, which mm-hmm. was not good. Not good. Yeah, you could you you can lose yourself in romantic relationships if you're not careful, which is why in our previous episodes, if you haven't listened, we talk about the importance and the need for self-love needing to be there first before even really being able to have a fulfilling romantic relationship. It doesn't mean that you have to like there that doesn't mean that you will have days where you won't be very happy with yourself but you have to have this love for yourself in order to understand that you are worthy of receiving the best and only the best right um so yeah it's it's interesting how how su- from such a young age it can really change the way we behave in the present and even in the future depending on how closely connected you are to your inner child I think how much healing you've done around it along with like what you did grow up around with like some people had great relationships to to look after when it comes to romantic relationships and some didn't or some had like the placebo effect um so I know for me like I grew up in a home where I lived with a single mom and I would often go visit my dad so my parents were never really together so the only time I ever saw that kind of like a romantic relationship within a parental role was within other family members um or friends families Mm -hmm. um but that was really about about it so I feel like that contributed a lot to some of my own relationship thing uh problems and issues that I had growing up um and I learned the hard way and I was somebody that I think it was interesting because there was a time that I really remember in high school that I knew who I was going to be dating right before I was even done, like right before the other person broke up with me. And like everyone had broken up with me up until like the last two people before you. And I feel like I was in a place and time where it, it was serious to me, but I don't think it was nearly as serious as like... I thought it, it mm-hmm. just like was more of a because again like I always knew like oh I'm gonna be with this person afterwards or this person's gonna like come through um somehow and we're gonna date this and I don't know it we're was, gonna date this yeah we're gonna date this like, is gonna this be time, dated. like and like so it was weird but I never shared that with people because no one would ever believe me so why would I even sh- uh, share that at the, at the time Um, but it was a time too where I did feel that heartbreak every time, you know, someone broke up with me, but I was never really like deeply sad and upset about them. And some I was able to remain friends with even to this day, which is great. And that's also, I think, rare. Um, so I really don't feel like I really started to truly understand what a real romantic relationship really was like until I got to college. Mm -hmm. Um, but even then I fumbled I don't feel like, I feel like I didn't really get to experience a real proper romantic relationship until I met you, honestly, because up until then, I feel like it was about me unconditioning and unlearning and um, relearning 
what it is that I want and how I should or shouldn't be treated, what I'm willing to uh, commit to, what are things that I cannot, you know, go with. And um, there were a lot of things, like, like you said, like you felt like you became carbon copies. There's a lot of things that I think I did and became and um, would even do yeah, or say look. because of the people I was with. Like, I lost myself. No, it's 100% real uh, that's exactly what happens i think to a lot of us is we're too afraid of losing that other person so, so we, we repress we, ourselves yeah we do things to you know be more in alignment with the thing that they're wanting or the thing that you you think is going to make them happy and not yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so yeah i agree you know i i think that Everybody should do themselves a favor and spend a lot more time by themselves first before they jump into a serious romantic relationship. Um, and even when you're in a romantic relationship, to make sure that you spend time with yourself. Yeah, yeah. And continue, because that's, that's the important thing, is like developing a relationship with yourself so that when you get into a romantic relationship, you are looking for what you want in another person. You're not trying to make that other person somebody that you want them to be. And you can allow that person to be who they are and continue to be who they are just the same as you would expect them to want you to be you and continue to be who who you are. So in my mind, if you don't know yourself first, if you don't understand what you want, how could you understand what you want in another person and how can you truly want what's best for them at the same time as they wanting what's best for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you get into a relationship, not knowing yourself, not really knowing what you like, what you don't like, um, who you are, what it's like to be just by yourself and to be responsible for your own love and fun. Um, and you know, with all due respect, entertainment, you know, even though entertainment sometimes can be distractionary. Um, yeah, depending on how you use it. How you it. use it, exactly. So, um, but when it comes to being in a relationship, you know, there are a lot of things about being in a relationship that are very, very different than being by yourself and being single. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was single for, gosh, a long time, many, many years. Um, and I, you know, had small relationships here or there, uh, maybe a month or two or three sometimes a year or two, um, but all, all of them ended in the same ways. You know, the other person was either emotionally unavailable or wildly depressed and just repressing, you know, all of those emotions and sort of grasping onto other people, mm-hmm. um, thinking that that other person is going to make me happy. And it was yeah. a similar thing that I was doing, um, except for I thought that I had grown you know over the years I was growing to love myself more Mm -hmm. so when those relationships Mm -hmm. ended it wasn't as big of a deal to me as it maybe once had been Mm -hmm. you know like the last relationship I was in was one of the longest prior to meeting you uh, was almost two years and um, after that ended yeah sure I was broken up for a few days but after those few days I just I let it go you know, like I was just done. I was over it. You know, I quite literally was just like, you know what, this is what I want now. 
you know, and, and I refocused my intention mm-hmm. and what I wanted to manifest, and I met you two months later. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think a lot of a lot of what we do in relationships is, in, in the beginning at least, when we don't know ourselves uh, and, and we're kind of just trying to find this love outwardly through someone else, um, we we are doing ourselves a, disfa- or a, a disservice, mm-hmm. you know, because in that moment, you know, we could decide to do something for ourselves um, or we could just say, well, I'm just going to do what this other person wants, you know, because I have too much fear that they're going to leave me. And if you do that enough, it's just going to, you're going to lose yourself. You're just going to yeah. like, where are you? Who are you? What do you want? Where are your intentions? You know, where, what is, what makes you happy? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a bit of a rambling message, but you know, I ultimately, I think what I was getting at was, I, I think everybody should spend a good amount of time by themselves first, getting to know themselves first. That's why we talked about I self-love agree. first. Yeah. Um, so that when you, yeah, so that when you get into (laughs) a romantic relationship, you Mm -hmm. know, you have a better, uh, foundation on which to build from. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Because knowing thyself, you know, you're able to know. Yeah. Seriously. Know thyself. And by knowing thyself, you know all. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't know all, like, in every single little detail and thing. You're still learning, but by you being able to accept yourself, it's so much easier to accept other people and to not hold judgment and um, to really, truly be open and be, like you said, clear and focused about what it is that you are searching for and wanting in a romantic relationship. Well, a lot of what we, uh, a lot of our anxieties are based off of our own judgments of ourselves that we project onto our onto other people mm-hmm. that then we create this false narrative or false character of these people in our lives in our minds and that then is the the um the vehicle to deliver those messages you know so like yeah. when you feel um anxiety maybe about the way that you look it's maybe not you telling yourself that you don't look good it's maybe your you know grandma or your aunt or your mom or whatever you know just like Mm -hmm. in your head the voice like saying to you know oh are you sure you want to wear that honey you know something like that yeah or like you know in a situation where you know you're judging yourself for i don't know whatever you know it could just be anything it could be anything um but it, it often comes through as another person's voice yeah, yeah or if you really listen, voice. like yeah. if you, sometimes like we may not be able to determine that because if we've heard it over and over and over and over again throughout our years, it gets reinforced and that voice gets disguised to be in our own voice when in reality it is somebody else's voice that it derived and come from. Um, sometimes it could even be Sometimes it is just your own voice too. Like your own projection of what you think someone is going to be judging you for, but in actuality they don't judge you for that. Yeah, they're not even thinking about that. You know, I've had lots of financial fear when it comes to, you know, my my dad, you know, because I've asked him for money a couple times over my life. And so when it when it comes to certain financial things. (laughs) Sorry. I was trying to be like Um I Oh you. my! Burping, sneezing, all like all the all demons the are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, 
man. I have a lot of fear when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, and oftentimes in the past it was veiled under or through my dad's voice. But then talking with him more, it's, it, it's a different story. You know, mm-hmm. he has a different mm-hmm. perspective in certain regards, you yeah. know, sometimes. So it's, um, it's interesting how we can project our own neuroses and our own fears and anxieties onto other people that then are playing a part in our own heads and they aren't even like who they really truly are. You know, I can't even imagine like how many relationships would be healed dramatically if people were to just be like, hey, do you really think about this about me? You know, and just whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that I'm a fuck up or do you think that I'm fat or do you think, you know? But I mean, and, like, like really at the end of the day, it. it really doesn't like matter what they say though because at the end of the day we need to like we can understand true, like true, true, i don't true. feel like it matters like what people have to say about right. their judgments or but their like the about healing them. that would come through that you know just the realization that this person really doesn't harbor any ill will or judgment yeah yeah like getting you know? clear about the intentions yeah no i, I definitely agree um so <clears throat> i want to talk about what um, what kind of things come up in a romantic relationship, and I would also like to kind of discuss, like, ways and share ways to help maintain a healthy romantic relationship as well. So, like, what what creates, a, like, what makes a romantic relationship different than any kind of relationship, uh, which I know we've tapped into, like, a little bit. How can we have a good, well, healthy romantic relationship? Well, I think it starts with kissing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, is it though? No. <laughs> There's just like the first childlike thought that I have. It had. starts with kissing. Yeah, yeah. Like and if you were to ask a kid that, that question. she has cooties and you're going to get them. And it's okay. And you can't escape the cooties. Because you can take a shower. Because <laughs> you can take a shower. It'll be fine. Oh my god, I was like watching Homer, or watching um The Simpsons and Bart was like, I'm surprised Lisa doesn't have as many cooties. Like, for as having many cooties as, like, she does, she's actually a cool person. Oh, it's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. That is such, like, a child, like, mind. That's what we thought back in the day. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously, one thing that makes a romantic relationship different than a platonic one is that there is a elevated feeling of love and sensuality, of intimacy, attraction. of um, attraction, chemistry just um like a deep magnetic animal allergies yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yes um so it, it can uh be all of those different expressions of that love so this kind of love is you know something where will be maybe more physical touching one another in areas mm. that, you know, you where we wouldn't that. totally, like, <laughs> touch. Um, because it's a level, a level, a different level of passion and intimacy. And like we said, like, from the early on, we're, we're searching for it. So, yeah, sex is a big part of a romantic relationship. Is it the only part of it? No. No. But is it a big part of it? Fuck yeah, There's it is. There's sort of like that... It's to me. There's a, almost like this interesting in between where, so, like in a romantic relationship, what you're just talking about, like the idea of like touching one another, being more close to one another, you know, kissing, you know, just being near one another. But that even. doesn't necessarily mean you're doing that all the time. Everybody expresses it differently. But yeah, no, I'm saying, go ahead. I'm just saying, like, you know, things like that. 
are sort of the intermediary between just like a regular loving relationship with someone and full-on like sex you know because sex is very intimate you know sex is very intimate um and i think people that are very connected um to their emotions sex can be even more intimate because Mm -hmm. it can heighten those sort of energetic yeah, sex isn't meant right? just to be physical. It's meant to be an emotional right. experience. I mean, it can be but I mean, just a physical, but I think if you really want to take it to the next level, you need that emotion. Right, but then like you can have like a very deep, emotional, connected, connected relationship with somebody and have it be completely plutonic. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've had you know, relationships with my male friends that I've had moments where, like, we've hugged and embraced and I just know, like, this person loves me and I love this person, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is just as powerful as any other love that's out there, you know, romantic or not. Um, so it's, it's there is this interesting sort of, like, interconnected play between, like, this deep, meaningful, loving connection and the physical expression of that, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like the physical expression of it is much more <clears throat> connected to our um, reproduction as a species, mm-hmm. right? Versus the energetic expression is just what is. Well, I would say it's also an expression of creation as well. And joy as well. Right. I mean, I don't think it's just like purely. Well, love is pervasive. Reproduction, right, right. So sure, yeah. <clears throat> so I feel I find, and I think most people know this. Like when there is, a in a romantic relationship, if there is no intimacy, most oftentimes the people aren't happy because that's what you go into a romantic relationship for is essentially to to have that higher level of intimacy. Give me higher. <clears throat> So when that's not present, it can be really uh, disheartening and it may not feel like a really healthy relationship. But that sex isn't the only thing. Having good communication, being uh, unconditionally loving and supportive of one another, um, being willing to listen to one another, being willing to try new things that you may not like. That's the celebrating the the other person. Yes. part right and yeah. not just being just yourself you know because yeah. that's the other part of it too is like you can be yourself you can have your own wants and needs mm-hmm. and whatever uh, but i think part of being in a romantic relationship even being in a platonic relationship i think you have to recognize that that other person has the same mm-hmm. wants and needs and they may be very different than yours yeah so you know I think it's it's imperative upon all of us to at least give things uh, a different, or at least give things space for you to review, integrate, and see if it fits. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, there might be something that they're into that you're not into, and you're just like, mm, I'm not sure I want to get down on that. And you're like, Yeah, mm. and you can like, and that's okay. And like, you can have your own thing. You can do iguanas. I'm not an iguana guy. Just saying. It would be snakes if we did that. It would be snakes. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, anyway. Um, Ain't no snakes coming in this house. Mm. Girl. We're not having <laughs> snakes in this house. Mm. We're not having... No, it's okay. I know. Yeah. I understand. You know, wake up and that thing's going to have a kitty-shaped lump in it. If I... 
<laughs> I get a shape lump in it. I hope not. If I had a snake, it would be something like in a magic shop kind of thing. Yeah. But keep, I probably keep it away <clears throat> but I probably would just place. let the cats be a part of it before the snake. I don't know if it's like the bat know. totem in me, but I'm just like, no, snakes are no no go for me. Anyway. I'm just like, you know, snakes, bats, cats. All of the above. All of them. Living I love things. them all. I love all Except of for Mother mosquitoes. Earth. You know, tarantulas. I have a molten tarantula skin coming to me. How do we get on molten tarantula skin? Um, I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> this is this is us celebrating each other. This no. is you celebrating my my, space my love. That, yeah, mo most people don't really know that I do like the... My, yeah, that I enjoy the oddities a lot, actually. Um, it's like, yeah, I don't know if I've always have as it's a kid. It's got like a squid in a jar. And I do. Skulls. It's a technical. Bones and mm -hmm. dead decaying I things. have a, a skull right next to me you right now. You do have now. like a very scary <laughs> I skull. It? I mean, if you want to. I don't think it's that scary. Uh, it's I mean, pretty demonic looking to me. I don't think it's but... demonic. I just think it's dirty. It needs to be cleaned. Yeah. It just needs to be cleaned. That's what I think of when I look at that. <laughs> just. It was once a deer. I found it at a garage sale. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> it was once a deer. It was once a live deer. I mean, it, it was is a deer once skull, a live deer. A, a deer skull, I found it at a garage sale. <laughs> it was top drop. It was twenty dollars, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna definitely get this." Twenty dollars. Yeah, for for it. So oh yeah, celebrating, God. and even if it's not something like, I think it's also finding space within yourself to understand, like, you know that that is not your thing, and you know that that is something I really love. And while it might not be your thing, you still love me. And, like, you don't hold it against me that I no. like this thing that might I be weird to you and to you. other people. Yeah, I still go with you to the shops, and we see all the weird shit, and you're always like, oh, I'm going to buy this. And I'm like, crow's feet. You really need some crow's feet. I do have a crow foot. Okay. But the place that I get all anything get that of feet. that oddities, though, I will put a disclaimer. Any place that I buy any oddity things... It is always, 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 always ethically and sustainably harvested. I never, ever, 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 ever will purchase from somebody who poaches them for purely for Not out of the back profit. of a van. No, most of these people are people who get them from farms and these are animals that naturally die and then they harvest these animals and then they bring them in and they clean them up or they're Native American reservation lands. Like... You know, there's a lot of different, like, and there's even just people who have, like, a rescue that receive these things, like, wolfers. So, I really always make sure that that is, like, an, an important thing. But anyway, yes, going back into what we were talking about. Oh, no. relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's like out of nowhere. Just I like, was trying to get us back in. Ethical stuff and ethical things and, mmm, sexy. <laughs> like... Wow. From zero to yeah, one thousand in two seconds. <laughs> That's how we do here on higher consciousness. Yeah. But um but no, so it's like I really honestly appreciate and love you for celebrating that part of me because that's been a part of me that I think I've kept hidden for a really long time because of fear of how it might seem or come out. Even when I was a kid, I was um, when my animals, my pets, like I had goldfish and newts and when they died before I like just 
bathroom and the toilet or whatever, I would dissect them. Goodbye, little baby. Well, I would dissect them because I was genuinely curious to know, like, what their insides looked like and to learn about the structure in the body. And, like, so I feel like there's always been, like, that, that science-y, that curious part of me. And that's something I always, like, kind of kept hidden because it always came off as, like, weird and creepy and, like, dark. And it's, like, it's not really that at all, I mean, it is a little Frankenstein-y, but, you know. Well, you love the Frankenstein, and that's where, like, that... <laughs> well, that you raise stories about <laughs> Frankenstein, Dave. So who's the one that's writing things about Frankenstein yet? <laughs> yes, anyway, so... Yeah, so I feel like that's really important. What else do you think is, um, I feel like I took a lot of that there for a minute. I would like to that's okay. hear more from I had a joke know. in there, and it got, like, too long, and I was like, oh, shit, no, I can't tell it. It's like, <laughs> like there's, like, a, a moment, like, in the conversation when you can tell a joke, but, like, if it drags on too long you and you get too far away, yeah, it's just like, no, you just can't. And it's so, like, lame when people try to, like, shove in jokes, you know, too late. And you're just like, yeah, that's, I was like, no. that's way too late. <laughs> it's not. It's all about timing. Yeah, it's all like, about yeah, timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, I was going yeah. to come in and be like, hey, 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 I got monkey. Because we were talking about, like, weird shit, oddities and stuff. Oh, my God. You want a monkey? I got a monkey. <laughs> Where'd so, you get that monkey? I'm, I'm not sure. Sounds so real. Really. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's there's a lot of zombie stuff coming up. I mean, obviously, it's Halloween time, <laughs> but uh, I feel like there's a lot of zombie content headed my way recently. I don't know why. Well, it's yeah. Weird. Even the like the Marvel zombies. There's like Marvel zombies, and they did zombies on a Doom Patrol show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, just did the Everyone's showing the, of the, the movie I worked on, the Night of an Animated I Dead. I think there's a theory that this COVID is going to start the zombie apocalypse. And maybe that's what people are just, why people are interested it's in It's funny it, because it's we, like we, looked into, we looked kind into of thing, the... But we're getting um, off topic. We're getting... doesn't matter. This is it our show. Matter. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. I'm just saying, real quick, before we move back on to our actual talk, topic... Oh, that we did research the 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 origins the origins of zombieism. The the term zombieism. Yes, you should share it now that we're talking. It was about, about it. like it was a, from a Haitian voodoo. This is me celebrating you. When it was like Haitian voodoo, and it was about zombies. it was about the the idea that uh, it was all about slavery, and that the slaves would oftentimes pray for death because mm-hmm. to them they could return to their mother Africa their souls would return to mother Africa and that they in their religion they had a similar thing in Christianity where you know if you killed yourself that wouldn't happen but some slaves you know they were so downtrodden by you know their experience yeah, obviously so uh, you know would kill themselves anyway and they were thought to, uh, their souls were thought to be trapped in their body there on that land, you know, as a, a soul not living, not dead. Yeah. So it was almost like a zombie, or they called it a zombie. So. And then from there it grew, stuff. and then I think, I'm not, we're not entirely sure what happened in between, but I think that was used as... Well, it was like not entirely used as the interpreter, as the inspiration for the ghouls in *Night of the Living Dead*, the original George R. Romero 
uh, movie. Um, but I think I said his name right. I can't remember. I'm stoned. Um, but he used the term ghoul. And then popular culture, like we as a, a fan base, started attributing it as a zombie, I believe. And there's other interpretations of where it comes from in other, you know, languages mm -hmm. that have similar words. So, I don't know, maybe it's just like a collective consciousness thing where we as a collective decided this was a thing on multiple levels all over the planet at yeah, the same time. Yeah, having different, like, uh, folklore. But it wasn't... I would be very curious to know. It wasn't no. traditionally, like, a pathogen <laughs> or a disease or something like that. It was actually more of just this voodoo, supernatural, mm -hmm. you know, spirit, mm -hmm. soul, death thing. So. Yeah. That is one of Dave's loves. Horror, horror in that way. In that See, way. I love horror stories and like the the like psychological psychological stuff. I yeah, don't really you do. like you the, like the, the stuff where it, like it fucks with your brain. Yeah, like I'm not like, a huge it, like blood and guts <laughs> and gore guy. I mean, if it serves the story, if it serves the idea of, or the character, then it yeah, I'm all for it. It makes sense. But if it's just like blood and guts. The whole time, I do yeah. Just the movie, but it's just like dumb, it. like the like, Saw movies, essentially. I'm not all Those, about that. That's yeah, not not, not cool. So anyway, I want to get back on to topic. So I love that we had a moment there where we just celebrated our love for some weird dark celebration. <laughs> so we said uh, having a good. You know, being able to listen to one another, being able to love unconditionally, being able to support one another, being able to have space um, away from other, um, being able to have sex with one another. Romance. Yeah. I Actual think, romance. Of course, because this is romantic the relationships. Stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's a, tell us all about the romance. Baby. Well, I mean... There are people that aren't very romantic and don't get into all the lovey-dovey stuff. All of the... There's different ways to express romance. Yeah, well, it's like there's the intimacy stuff where you're just, you know, throughout the day, maybe you sneak a kiss or a hug or an intimate moment or something like that. Oh, well, yeah, it's like and that five languages of love. It's like learning what your partner like wants and yeah, learning how it. they receive love best so yeah. it's like words of affirmation or physical touch mm -hmm. gifts um you try to bite me sometimes lovingly of, like, and i'm like acts of ah! Ah! you're ripping my flesh well, off my you, skin you lovingly bite me so i go to do it back and i guess i just you really can't, hard. Yeah, you can't do it lovingly. You do it like a zombie. I do it See how the zombie worked its way back into the conversation? Wow, wow. I made her see that. I would. Yeah, yeah. Like a magician. So, yeah, like you said, so it's like sneaking in, like, you know, your partner might like a sneaking in of, like, a little kiss, or your partner might rather like it when you come into the room and just, like, lightly, like, touch them on the shoulder and, right. like, give them a nice little massage or, or something, or... Even if it's just like, hey, babe, you look great. You know, like, there's so many different ways. Girl! That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I get that a all lot. That's all I gotta say. Or I get juicy. <laughs> <laughs> mm, juicy. Juicy. And then follow my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! All right. You have to go that far. I mean, that's true. It's like, just you do. say it. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> 
but uh, about it. no, well, then there's the other, there's the opposite side of the coin, though, where, you know, you do things that you think are romantic, but they may not necessarily be received as romantic. Like, you know, a lot of guys traditionally used to smack girls on the ass, which I, man, I can't uh, that, I don't, yeah, I don't know but if, uh, it's not always welcome. That's really, if I would really consider that romantic. But like a guy might, is what I'm saying. Like, a yeah. guy might see that as, well, you know, I, I give her a little tap on the butt every once in a while, you know, that kind of thing. Romance is like when you, yeah, it's like, it's not like just a little tap on the butt. Romance is when you are actively trying to deepen your connection emotionally with your partner in some way, shape, or form. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is why I think a lot of guys, like, they miss that because they don't, most guys... I shouldn't say most guys. There are many guys that are just not connected to their emotions. I think there are many guys that are connected with their emotions, but they're too afraid to come out because it has been reinforced by um, either the masculine or the feminine side to not really be in touch with the, your emotions. And I think there's a lot of guys that are actually extremely sensitive. Well, it's like there's the, well, well, I took you out to dinner or something like that. Well, it's like, well, yeah, well what, it's what like, about making dinner? You know, or like, yeah, what like about like creating an experience the at home? And the energy. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be a nice thing to do. That's four, 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 four. four. <laughs> 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 Sorry, my God. Oh, my God. I feel like that's like my new thing. Every time I see on the camera, it's my job to four, 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 four. Just <laughs> Like that, exactly. Just so excited. Oh, numbers. My God. numbers! Numbers! I like numbers! Oh my God. Alright, Herschel. Herschel is back. Yep, every single time. Oh, that's such a hate. I don't like that name. That's yeah, Herschel. I did it on purpose because it would name. make you not want to do the terrible. voice more. No, I'm still going to do the uh, voice. I'm going to call you Herschel. <laughs> but I'm going to call you Herschel. I'll rename myself. Just give nope. me time. Yep, don't worry, it's and then eventually you'll catch on, because I'll just repeat it so much that you'll just naturally... <laughs> See, you don't understand that that's my plan, so how can you combat my plan with my plan? It doesn't make sense. Mm, are you sure, though? Yeah, it really doesn't make sense. I, it always makes sense. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> so silly. <laughs> So I think silly. laughter and being able is like a part of romance. Like being it able It almost to... got in the way of our romance the first time. <laughs> Yeah, you should share that story with No, people. how about you share that story? No, I think you should, because I have to take a drink. laughing. The first time I, I went to go... I think to hear from you. The first time I went to go kiss Elizabeth here... <laughs> let me paint you a picture. We were in a parking structure, and we were at her car, because we had just finished our, what, second date? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm, our second date. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Because the first date, we were like, man, I'm not really sure what this is. Uh, yeah, we you know, it wasn't until I got a text message that said, by the way, you're a cutie, that I was like, green lights, this is, so this is a by the second date, by the second date, you were, you were primed, you were like, oh, this is so romantic. So then, well, like, because you were trying to be romantic the whole day, too, like, because you were trying, because like, we had walked around downtown. <laughs> And uh, we were going at bookstores, so like you were like reading a book and like trying to like wrap your yeah. arm around me get and kind close. of like get close, just like rub and, my like, hand rub down my your hand. shoulders yeah. a little, and hold and then my hand, just like grab that cheek a little, you yeah. know, and then just like little things. and then like even like the way that you talk to me, you would be you would kind of like oh yeah, 
You, gotta you shoot know, you the would looks. put on like those like you, gotta shoot you would the take looks. longer to like talk and you would take you would be a little bit more suave. Yeah. And so you well, were yeah. trying to really pull me in. And I know deepen your voice a little. I know I was yeah, you were doing that too. I know I was being like, well, I don't know, he, 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 like, I don't know what I was being like to you. You were being a little, like, kind of giddy, a little, you were very, I could tell you were very excited. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, you were very nervous in ways too. Yes, like, I was. I was, I could sense it, like, I was touching you, and I, I felt like I was very much just, like, calm and cool and collected, and the whole time I felt like you were just like a ball of nerves, just like looking at all these things that you weren't sure what you were looking at. You're just like pulling things off I'm the like, shelf. What's just this? Like, oh, this is interesting. And I'm like, yeah, baby, it's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's this? <laughs> so anyway, after we're all done, we get to oh her car, and we're obviously I hold his hand. We're, yeah, we're just like, like holding one another. Yeah, we just like hold on one another, and I'm about to go in for that kiss. And she just busts out laughing, like belly laughing, man. Just like, yeah, like right now, like she's oh, doing but even God. more. Yeah, but then it was like uncontrollable. Yeah. It was like, it was I like could you were on shrooms stop. and you couldn't stop yourself from the laughs and the giggles. Yeah, because I laughed for a good like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, you were crying. And yeah, it was like really bad. And I, like, even I, like, in the moment was like, what the fuck, Liz? Like, yeah, what, is, what, happening, is, what Liz? is happening? And I remember telling you, I remember telling you, like, am I, like, ever going to be able to kiss you? Yeah, you am quite I literally ever did going to be say able that, like, I'm never going to be able to kiss you. I don't you. think am I'm I ever going to be able to kiss you. <laughs> and it was a serious moment in my mind where I was like, I feel like I that's what, this is, like, it was like those shroom thing, you know, when you, like, you convince yourself you'll never be able to do something ever again. Yeah. And you freak out because you're like, I will never be able to sleep ever again. I'll never be able to drink ever again. I'll never be able to eat ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's just Not like, good. yeah, when Not you go good. through that and you're like, I can't do this. I'm done with everything. I'm and then we probably made it on to some kind of social media feed somewhere because... Well, yeah, because we went from being laughing, giddy, and like not being able to do it to like hardcore makeout session. Like, yeah. <laughs> Arg, me meaty. Yeah, it yes. was... It, it was actually quite romantic, though, and I honestly, like, and the one thing that was really great was, like, just how it flowed, and it just went, like, even though it was really silly, it did have a nice flow to it. Well, I, you know, like I said, no I also thought, so at the time when we first met, too, we lived an hour, a little more than an hour and apart from one another. So I thought it was very romantic those of both days. of us to to make those drives out. There was a time where I drove all the way up from Grand Rapids after, like, a long day of working to spend the weekend with you. Yeah, while you I had a Comic-Con Comic in Grand Rapids, and you I drove that was all the way out there. Me. Yeah, I was very <laughs> impressed. Um, well, especially because it was during like a snowstorm too, so I was, yeah, I was very kind of like worried too. Yeah, it felt like I was going through know? light speed in uh, um, Star Wars. But uh, that's how snowy it was. Yeah, I that was a, a pretty cool experience for me because you know I have been through a lot of different romantic relationships, and you were the first person that wanted to celebrate the person that I was by you know coming to a comic con and like helping me sell stuff and like. You wore your Marvel Comics, like, skirt? It was my Star Wars. Was it Star Wars? I thought yeah, it was Marvel. Star Wars. Was no, Star Wars? it was Star Wars. Are you sure? I'm positive. I've never owned a Marvel. I'm sorry. I've never owned a Marvel skirt. I thought skirt. it was comic booky though. No, it, yeah, but it was a Star Wars comic booky skirt. Oh! It was Star Wars. 
Okay, all right. Star well, Wars. Star Wars comic books. But anyway, still comic books. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was really dope because I've had many people in my life before that I've invited to come be uh, at the Comic-Con with me. And they've either said they would come and didn't or just flat out said, nope, not my thing. You know? Yeah. Which, hey, I mean, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. I get it. But it's just, it But it's nice. nice to have support, especially yeah. when you're wanting it, you right. know? Especially, like, those kind of uh, events, because you're there all day, and sometimes it's nice yeah, it's to grueling. have another especially person. Especially for a whole weekend. Right. Especially when you're there by yourself. And, like, yeah. that was part of the reason why I really wanted to come was because I, there was a part of me that remembered what it was like to vend at those places and to like be by yourself and to be like I have to go to the bathroom yeah. and like I'm so worried about leaving or right. I have to like go get food or I need to the like take a break. Worst. The food is like, the worst because you're gone for a while. Yeah. You know? So it's always good to have somebody there with you to like you know be like hey I got this for you right now or right. I'll hold the fort down or I'll watch your stuff. Right. Well I mean I, uh, so that was part of the reason why. I also, like, I just, like, remembered what it was like for me, and I wanted to, to show up there and be there for you of right. support. Well, and it's also helped, it, I and I think like it, it really deepens, deepens the relationship, yeah, yeah, deepens the relationship because you bond on a different level. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you, as the person, like, I felt like bringing you into that world a little bit, you know, like, I thought that was a fun yeah. experience for me, you know. <clears throat> Um, so y you get to share your life with the other person. It's, it's not, to me, it's not about like romantic relationships and long, long lasting romantic relationships like marriage, um, are about being supportive of the other person and each other simultaneously. Mm -hmm. And to me, it's like, uh, it's almost a similar practice to being supportive of yourself and the collective simultaneously. Yes. So just want to say that because I was thinking about thinking about that thought. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I think Word romantic more. relationships too are also to kind of because we're getting near the end. One important oh, part oh. of the romantic relationships is really being there for one another during times of uh, frustration, right. anger, loss, change. Um, you know, it's like, there are times where I get really annoyed with you or really upset with you, and I know it's the same, the other, you know, vice versa, and I feel like that is a normal part of being in a romantic relationship, but I think what helps get you through that is, you know, understanding what you need in those moments, processing those emotions and feelings, but then also being open to talk about the hard things, the things that you don't want to talk about it's that that's that going back to what you were saying before being vulnerable, being vulnerable. yes yeah. like really romantic relationships are essentially you know someone someone can look and say it's a risk because you don't know what's going to happen because it requires a lot of vulnerability it, requ it requires a lot of trust and um, also accountability too, like also being like romantic relationships, it's important for you to be accountable for your actions and your words within that relationship, especially if you do something like if you like do something like you shouldn't have or said something you shouldn't have and you, you know, didn't know or you didn't know better and, yep. you know, it's up to you to have that awareness and to be responsible for right. your part of it as well as the other part, and there's times where one person will be more of 
the head than the other. You know, it may never be like a 50-50 thing. It might be like a 60-40 or 70-30, but it always, I think, interchanges and goes back. And I think... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of like the most ridiculous like. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much it. Oh okay. Yeah. Right yeah. Any last minute things you'd like to say about romantic relationships? Um, I think for me. I feel I've, like I need a nap after this. I know, man. <laughs> well, I've been up for a while, and oh, uh, we've did a wake and bake not too long ago, and so the smoking is <coughs> accumulating. Um, but anyway, um. I can say for a long time, I've always wanted to be in a romantic relationship. I, you know, the traditional archetype for the man in our culture, American culture at the very least, uh, but many, I think, cultures around the world, mm -hmm. uh, is that <clears throat> men should strive to uh, be with as many women as possible, right? Uh, to not really want to be tied down to a marriage. <clears throat> sort of like the traditional male archetype. There's women um, that's like, find a husband right. and have kids. Now that is reflective of, I would say, our reproductive urges, right? Mm -hmm. The man has this urge to plant his seed in as many, you know, wombs as he possibly can for reproduction's sake. You know, and the women are constantly wanting to start a family by, you know, attracting well, a man and, you know. Not constantly coming. wanting. Some women don't want to have a family. Right. But I, I guess what I'm saying is like the traditional archetypes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because then there's the non-traditional archetype like me, who isn't as interested in being with as many women as possible. I feel, you know, the, the urge, the male gaze, if you will, right? But at the same time, like, ever since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be in a romantic relationship. I've always wanted to be a dad. I've always wanted to be a part of a family unit. Mm -hmm. And I've always seen the benefit of having someone in your life to share it with. And um, every time I can remember being with someone like that, I mean, that type of experience to me holds, you know, or I would say being single holds really no candle to being with somebody in a loving, romantic, 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 <laughs> uh, supportive relationship, you know? Yeah. Um, there's a, a wildly different energy about it that's very loving and fulfilling and satisfying, I would say. And it, it drives you to be more of yourself if it's done right, and it drives you to be more not yourself, to explore more, to, to see the possibilities of life that you wouldn't <clears throat> have necessarily done hadn't you met that person. Right. Um, so in my mind, I think I've always been looking for you in, in a sense. Um, and I'm so glad that I found you finally. And I can say that there are a lot of things about the traditional archetypes of a relationship that I see and have experienced. But then there are <laughs> things that I have definitely desired to change, break the cycle and do things a little differently. Right, um, I know for a fact that when you and I get into arguments or you know misunderstandings, 
Um, it's oftentimes just a matter of expectation and communication. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. like, if you can just sort of, like, calm yourself yeah, down for a minute yeah. and just, like, talk about, okay, well, this is what I expected. This mm -hmm. is what I tried to communicate but wasn't heard or at least maybe I thought <clears throat> I communicated it the right way that I didn't. Yeah. And, you know, if you can talk that out. To, like, meant by it, not, right. not this. Like, right, right, right. And take your ego out of it and yeah. just talk about it like that, talk about it as is then usually you can just stop and be like, all right, well, I love you. I love you. All right, we're done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. That's how it should be mm -hmm. in my mind. Mm -hmm. Now, some people like the drama. Yeah. Desperate yeah. Housewives. <clears throat> yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! Yeah, no, no, no. Like, no. I just, no. That, what that's kind of energy like, is that? It's so know? toxic. It's so not good. It's so not, like, healthy and, like, no, just no. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, yes. <laughs> we are approaching the hour mark now. Yeah, look at that. Okay, now bye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so this was a great episode. So thank you so much for listening to Romantic Relationships episode five of season five. Wow. I thought it was four. Wait, is it? I think it was four. Oh, snap. Pretty sure it's four. It's four. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. You are. Thank you for listening to episode four of season five. Mm. Next week we'll be doing season five or episode five. We will be doing season five. <laughs> yeah, we and still will be doing. And for the foreseeable future. Yes, we will. For we'll just be doing season five for forever. Mm, probably not. And ever. A couple more episodes. Yeah, we'll that's see. what I think. For the rest of the year. Pretty sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <the rest. laughs> It is witch season after all. Man. Um. <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, have a Halloween episode coming up. We got to. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we'll have to think about that. Okay, so thank you so much <laughs> for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and hit the like uh, button down below so you can help us grow and spread the love and magic. If you're listening on our podcast, thank you so, so much. We love you all. and. We appreciate you. Make sure Love you're subscribed. Yeah, seriously, we've been watching the the listens and we've been growing over time um, quite significantly, I would say, for the short amount of time that we've been yeah. doing this. So yeah. thank you all so much. It really does mean a lot to us. So if you aren't already following us on Instagram, please do so. You can visit our website, higher-consciousness-talk.com. And you can get all the links to our social media. And we just um, redid it. Yeah, and plus it looks gorgeous. Totally new website. Yeah, thanks to Brand Dave, new baby. refresh. You did all of that. So shout did out to Dave week. for that. Uh, so yeah, you have to check it out now because it's all updated and new and whatnot. But follow Sexy. our Instagram and our... Season of love. Because <laughs> on Thursdays we do a wake and bake at 12 p.m. live. And then we do a make and bake at 12 p.m. on Fridays. We ain't making love this week. We ain't making love any week, because that's not what we do here on the show. But we're making other things. Well, he, like on crafts. the show, specifically, is what he said. Yeah, that's we're making right. crafts. Yeah, we ain't making love on the show. Yeah. No. Doing no. That. I don't want you to get anybody's hopes up. <laughs> People out there are like, ooh. They go, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh -huh. I, I don't know. Make make. <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. No, no love making on the show that is strictly prohibited. On the Higher Consciousness OnlyFans site. The Higher Consciousness OnlyFans site. No, you do that. Wow. You do that. <clears throat> Although my, my wheels are turning now. I know, there's a part of me that's like, no, hmm. <laughs> no, 
Anyways. Yes, anyway. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We love you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Listen to more Higher Consciousness every Thursday on Spotify at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.